Hello again, it's your friend and neighborhood host, J.T. Wheatley, back for another episode of the History Comics Podcast, this time on another edition of The Classics with Rob Straub's Scud, the Disposable Assassin. This is an independent comic uh, written and drawn by Rob Straub that uh, takes place in the future, uh, in which uh, anyone can go up to a vending machine, pay for a robot assassin, who will then kill the target you set it out to kill, and after it's done, it immediately explodes, so basically self-destructing. However, Scud, on his first mission after being assigned to take out a character named Jeff, he, le- he actually learns he's going to die once he kicks out the target, so he just kills Jeff, or he doesn't kill Jeff, he puts him in the, put, he, kill, he wounds him enough where he's on life support. However, in order to keep him on life support in the hospital and uh, pay his medical bills, he has to now go out and do other assassinations to keep the, to keep the, bu- the, to keep the bills up, otherwise Jeff will die in the hospital and he'll blow up anyway. This is a hilarious and offbeat uh, comic book series that took place, that was published from 1994 to 2008, as it was independently published in the Rob Straub, and it took him a little while to get there. In fact, there was a long hiatus between issues 20 to 24 where he finally wrapped the series up. As Rob Straub, if you look him up, is actually a pretty talented uh, writer and director, having worked on Community, the Sarah Silverman Project, Parks and Recreation. He's also a producer on the, the current Rick and Morty. There's a pretty, pretty talented guy in general, but this is his very own brand of humor. Very funny. Uh, really, really great cartoony art, though very mature, too. Like Some crazy stuff happening there. We got crazy assass- assassins, time travel. Uh, Mutant Aliens, The Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. He just throws everything at the wall brilliantly, and it works perfectly. It's just a fun, unique read. But it manages to end on a very heartfelt note that you go like, wow, that came out of nowhere, but it works perfectly once you read it. And now that uh, the series is over and everything, you can actually get the trade paperback, the entire 24-issue run, all together at once. It makes a great read from beginning to end. You do kind of notice the changes in the art when it it broke up over the years. Because like I said, it took over 20 years to finish a 24-issue story. So it's going to look a little different over time. But the the end result is still a great read. One of the funniest and most unique comic books you ever read. And all in all, just a true classic by any measure. gotta talk yeah thunder talk we're going all kinds of sideways with that sweet nerd junk woke nerd junk it's topical political dare i say radical we've got all your latest news and reviews hot music and a whole lot of comedy but it ain't for kids definitely mature content so let's talk let's talk thunder talk thunder talk is a proud member of the eso network now it is February 16th, 2023, time for the favorite comic of the week. Batman Beyond the White Knight, number 8, by Sean Murphy, which sees Batman leading the rest of the Bat family in an all-out assault against Derek Powers, who has a different idea about what the Batman should be, and ultimately decided the fate of Gotham City along with the, the lives of the Joker's children, uh, especially his daughter Jackie. This is a great, continues to be one of the best Elseworld versions of uh, the Batman universe. As you see now, an elderly Batman leading to now many of his grown-up sidekicks from Nightwing, Red Hood, even and now even the Batman Beyond, Terry McGinnis, all who are do- done brilliantly. And I play off here really well. I especially loved seeing Nightwing and Red Hood bicker with one another who was the better Robin while they're going into battle. That was just a lot of fun. And also the use of Jack Napier as an artificial intelligence 
inside Bruce's head is especially hilarious in the way he's played into it. But it also has nice deeper themes, too, about how uh, Derek Powers has a different belief about what Batman should be for Gotham City. And he's really fighting for the soul of Terry McGinnis, who's really inheriting the mantle of Batman at this point. And he has to prove that he really is worthy of what Batman is supposed to be and whatever his rules and so forth, especially with taking a life. And of course, Murphy's art is equally brilliant, perfect depictions of all the classic characters in a new, new cool, futuristic setting, along with some fantastic action. And this overall, this entire White Knight uh, universe that's created, uh, this, I still call it Elseworlds, I don't care about the black label, Elseworlds is a much better title. And the fact that it's being used in the DC Cinematic Universe now under James Gunn should tell you everything. Drop the Black Label, go out to Elseworlds DC. That's all I gotta say because this is what it is. Elseworlds is great. It's one of the best alternate takes on Batman in recent years. It's a great read. And plus, a fantastic cliffhanger that shows that uh, not only is Sean Murphy not done in his universe, but he's about to expand to the larger DC universe. And I can't wait to see where he goes next. So, with that, that includes uh, this episode of The Classics. Join me again next week for another episode. Until then, go out and enjoy some good comic book. If you can, check out Scud, the disposable assassin by Rob Schraub, because that is a true classic. <laughs> <laughs>